Welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hanlon, an American branding photographer and brand strategist living abroad in Stockholm, Sweden. After spending seven years building a brand and business abroad, I realized that many expat entrepreneurs have a hard time navigating their new life in another country. And I want to show you how you can pave your own path when it seems like all the obstacles are in your way. I feel so deeply that people need to hear the stories of entrepreneurs living abroad. Their stories need to be heard and shared so that we can help people who are struggling to find work or want to start a business to feel inspired by the stories of entrepreneurs who are actually doing the work. Get ready to go on a worldly journey with me where you'll hear of inspiring stories from global entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and business owners paving their own path and following their dreams wherever they are in the world so that you can be inspired to do the same thing too. Whether you're a small business owner or an inspiring entrepreneur, I want to help you find your path because when you elevate yourself, you elevate others around you. So come along and join us for inspiring stories, brand tips, and business growth tools to help you elevate yourself. You're listening to episode 10 of the Elevate podcast. Hi there, it's me, Jess, and welcome back to the show. I've been at our summer house while my kids have their fall break and I packed all of my gear for podcasting and remote work. I love having the flexibility to work and create content wherever I am. And I think that living life with freedom and flexibility is super important. And so I'm recording this podcast episode in our guest bedroom, and my guest is basically outside recording her episode with me in the jungle. Today, we have Gabby Kapinski on the show, who is currently living in Costa Rica. I just loved our conversation about going from breakup to moving to a new country, and she teaches us that anything is possible as long as we go for what we want. But before we get into our conversation, I just want to remind you to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us to get the show uh, more visible and impact more people's lives. And if you want to be a guest on the show, you can apply to be on the show by going to jessicahanlon.com backslash elevate podcast. So let's get into the conversation that I had with Gabby. So today we have Gabby on the show who is currently living in Costa Rica, but she's originally from Sweden and she runs her social media and branding company while she lives abroad. And it looks like you're having the best time in Costa Rica, and it's certainly a place that I would love to visit one day. Uh, But first, I want to tell everyone how we met, and we met at a mastermind here in Stockholm, or at least I met, well, I am not in Stockholm currently because I'm at my summer house, but um, I just remember when I first saw you walk in, and you had this bright red lipstick and cowboy boots on, and I was like, Ooh, this girl looks interesting. And I could just tell that you were a character and I love character people. So I was like, I need to know who she is. <laughs> so, um, but Gabby, you have this wonderful laugh and I love your humor and it's been so fun getting to know you. And I look forward to meeting your dog Pablo one day. And so I just want to have you on the show because I think that your story is so interesting. And I just remember that one day, you announced that you were leaving Sweden to move to Costa Rica. And I was like, what, what, when did that happen? You know? So I was really shocked. And so I want to share your story of how you left Sweden and ended up in Costa Rica. Like what a huge life change that was. And what was, what was it that took you there? 
Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you so much, Jess, for having me. Um, it's uh, it's crazy. Like you said, you know, my move to Costa Rica was very sudden, uh, unexpected. Uh, one specific life event ending uh, to it. And, uh, but it started way before. So like, why exactly Costa Rica? Um, I've always loved traveling. I love meeting new people. And uh, I've always wanted to see a sloth. <laughs> so, they are cute. <laughs> they are. They are so fucking adorable I can't even like I started crying when I saw one the first time I couldn't even really? like yeah anyway so um you know I'm I'm doing my my regular life in Stockholm right and uh, my pleasure from living in the hamster wheel is planning my next trip and I do some research I I'm about to go on a trip to the Dominican Republic and I figure, ooh, I'm going to see if they have slots there. They don't. They live in Costa Rica. And so I check if uh, I can maybe do a little detour while I'm on that side of Earth to Costa Rica, um, being adventurous and all that. But um, unfortunately... Uh, my uh, boyfriend at that time, he wasn't uh, so keen on, on doing a, a, a detour to Costa Rica while we're in, in the Dominican Republic. So, um, you know, I, I put it on my bucket list, uh, but I keep doing research on Costa Rica and I learned about the wide expat community here. So um, I put it on my bucket list to actually live and work from here for three to six months uh, in the future. And uh, my boyfriend at that time, he wasn't so keen on it at all. So I didn't think that that bucket list item was going to be crossed off so early. But then uh, a few years later, we suddenly separated. And this was a huge shock to me. I was so fucking heartbroken. It came so unexpectedly. It was winter. It was dark in Sweden. I hate darkness. It makes me so tired. Uh, I was suddenly alone. I realized I didn't have much keeping me in Sweden. So I booked a ticket to Costa Rica, found a cute little Airbnb apartment to rent for a month, put all my stuff in storage, packed a bag, and a week later I was on the other side of Earth. And once here, I met some new awesome people, heard new inspiring life stories, and I was recommended to check out this place called Pavonas, Surfing Paradise. I love surfing and I wanted to get back on it. And so I ended up changing my flight ticket back to Sweden. I drove into the jungle, I fell in love with the place, and I ended up staying. So this was February 2021. Amazing. Well, that takes a lot of guts, though, just to like leave everything and, and move away, right? Well, 
I don't know, I guess. I wasn't really, at that time, I just felt like I needed to change my environment. And I've always wanted to uh, have a job where I could travel as much as possible because I really love doing that. I love going to new places. I love meeting new people, learning about new cultures. And I just hadn't done that because, you know, I was, um, I didn't have the dream job. I, I was stuck in an office in Stockholm um, with a person who didn't share that interest. So at that time, I just, you know, it was eight years of holding back a big passion of mine. Mm. So I just wanted to get away ASAP at that time. So I booked a ticket. And I thought, you know, what's what's the worst thing that can happen to me? And when you think about it, there aren't a lot of things that actually can happen to you that also cannot happen to you in your home country. So. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So how are you able to live in Costa Rica, Costa Rica and make your work life balance happen. <laughs> so did you actually have clients in Sweden that you were working with or did you start over? How did you get like how did you manage to make this work? Yeah. Well, prior to all this happening, right? I worked really hard and and this needs to be said because I get the question a lot. Like how are you just able to move down there in a week and stay there for so long? Uh a year before that, I worked almost seven days a week for a year, building my personal brand, living off of breadcrumbs of a wide range of jobs to make ends meet, right? I took on all kinds of assignments. Uh, parallel to that, I developed a social media plan for myself to start reaching people and getting leads within my niche, which is social media communication and brand building. And I stuck to it. And a year later, I was turning down clients because I couldn't take on more work. So, and today, this is, you know, this is what the plan of Social Sam, which is my startup, is built on. I want to help other self-employed grow their personal brand using social media so that they too can get where I was and build the life that they want to live. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what I want people to do too, is like, I want others to feel like they can pave their own version of what is a dream life. It doesn't look like everybody else's, but having that freedom to yeah. to work anywhere, to make your life work anywhere you want to live is going to be a huge game changer. And social media, I mean... <laughs> The world is so global. I mean, look at us right now. I'm in Sweden. You are in Costa Rica. We're able to create a podcast together. And, you know, this is brand building as well, right? I mean, letting people get to know us and letting people understand, like, what our stories are. And this is building connection, which is everything that has to do with, like, building a business as well. So that's amazing that like you were so busy now uh, 
<laughs> that you had to turn down clients. I mean, that's everybody's dream, right? To be able to get to that point where you're like, okay, I can sustain my lifestyle. I have work coming in and um, I'm curious, are you still working with clients that are in Sweden or are you working with people all over the world? Who are your clients and what do you do specifically for them? Yeah, so this is um, this is so interesting, right? Uh, a lot of people are very afraid of changing their lives and doing extreme things like the one I did. But like everything is going to be all right. And I moved down here and I had only Swedish clients. And which is, you know, amazing. But now today I have three Costa Rica clients because I meet people and I talk to people and just like in Sweden, there are businesses here who require my help as much as in Sweden. And I think a lot of people are afraid. One of the biggest fears I hear from people is, you know, what is, what if I fail? I'm like, dude, you can fail anywhere. It's about, you know, it's about how, how you work, no matter where you are in the world and work hard. It doesn't really matter which country you're in. There are always opportunities. Yeah. And so, yeah, today, most of my clients are still Swedish. That is my primary market. And uh, some of them have been with me for a few years now. And so that's great, you know, <laughs> but I do take in new clients uh, and I take in from all kinds of countries. So what specifically are you doing for your clients? It's quite wide. So I have my consultancy business. Those are bigger corporations, uh, middle-sized businesses who need help with social media management, social media strategy, brand building. And I help them train them. I help them educate them within the field, but I also manage their social media and create content for them. And this is where my biggest passion lies, content creation. I am a former reporter. I love writing. I love taking photos, uh, doing creative videos. And so this is what I enjoy doing the most. And that's what I do for most of my clients today. But there is a lot of uh, other things regarding social media that I help them with. It can be social media guidelines for their employees. It can be a brand guide, uh, you know, how to set, set the tone and, and, and brand for your business and make sure that it goes out in all your communications um, channels. So, yeah, that's what I do within my consultancy and then I have the Social Sam, which I work with self-employed people, and I help by coaching them on how to build your personal brand on social media. And I hold their hand 
while they cannot afford to hire somebody to do it like the big corporations can. That's really cool. So how did Social Sam come about? Like, was it because you felt like there was a need for this? Like, what was it that made you start Social Sam? Yeah, so also to make the short story long, I guess, I, so I started my consultancy as a side hustle while being a full-time employee back in 2016, actually. Uh, and I worked some evenings and weekends, uh, mostly small copywriting assignment. But it wasn't until I started as chief marketing officer for a cybersecurity company that I discovered the startup world. And I started working with inspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, and that's when my passion for business development really blossomed. I felt at home going to work. I felt like I just found my village of like-minded, fucking crazy, visionary, tenacious, passionate tribe. And working for the startup as the chief marketing officer, I had a lot of other startup companies or founders coming to me asking for tips about how they can use social media to get their startup going or well, not startup, they are already up and going, but how to get their startup to grow, reach more people and build their brand and win more market shares. And so I found myself actually hiding in a corner every day (laughs) or in a conference room because I was asked so often that I could barely get my own job done. (laughs) So (laughs) that's when I realized, wow, there's so many, so many people out there needing help with this. Where are all the social media experts, you know? So I started working with my, uh, I quit the job with this cybersecurity company and I started consulting for many different businesses, larger corporations, but I was alone. I was working from a distance mostly, and that's what I, I wanted. I wanted the freedom, but I also felt very alone because colleagues were like one of my favorite things about going to work. So I connected with other self-employed people who were also working, like gigging as a consultant uh, like I, and we started co-working together. And I met other self-employed people like me, and they were experts at whatever they were doing, programming, uh, business development, finance, but they also started asking like, how can I get more clients using social media? And I realized I went back to how I started with the full year plan of just a social media plan for myself, for my own brand, how to reach more people and get more leads and land more contracts. And so I looked back at what I did during that year and I made it more general for for people who are self-employed but work in different areas because my contest was very into marketing and branding mostly. 
but that's not what they did, right? Some of them did finance, some of them did programming. But how do you use social media to show who you are, to get to know more people and to stay top of mind so that when somebody actually needs, let's say, a programmer, you're the first person they think about. And that's how Social Sam came up. And so when you have Social Sam, what do they get inside of this platform with you? Well, first of all, Social Sam is still in development. I'm still trying to make it better and better. And that will probably never stop, of course. But today, I help them mostly with content, copywriting, content calendar, getting ideas of of what they should talk about or what they can talk about to build, um, to to educate, to inform their audience within their field of work and to inspire and show their passion, to show up and be there and take, take the space. Like, you know this. Most people don't like to take up a lot of space. But in order to succeed, you really need to get out of your fucking comfort zone and get shit done and show the fuck up. Like, you got to put yourself out there. And what do you think is holding people back from showing up? Because there's a lot of reasons, but what are you noticing as a person helping judgment. others with this? Judgment. People are so afraid of getting judged that it's really, it's heartbreaking, to be honest. I had this call... Uh, with a self-employed um, girl and I'm like let's let's do a one-hour coaching session I want to hear more about you and your business and she really wanted to to use social media to, to grow her own brand and you know get more clients and she told me this heartbreaking story that she you know she finally found the confidence to post a post that she's been you know wanting to post but was a little bit afraid of how it would be received by users but she did and then she found out that some of her friends who weren't as brave as her had shared her post and rolled her eyes on it and, you know, ridiculed her. And she backed down and she's like, oh my God, I can't, I don't want to experience this ever again. Totally understandable. But the thing is that you will experience it. You just have to filter it out. You just have to stop giving a fuck about those people because there will always be people who judge you. But you know what? They will not thank you when you actually do that work for yourself. The only person thanking you will be yourself. And once you filter out the bullshit people and the judgment and you own your own channels and your own speech, your own words and what you put out there, your confidence is going to grow. You're going to be... Uh, putting yourself out there even more, you'll receive even more positivity than negativity anyways. There will always be judgment. But, you know, choose the right people 
and the right people will show when you put yourself out there. I would say get a new friend, get some new friends, but <laughs> no, I mean, that's horrible. You don't want to have friends around you like that that are going to exactly. pull you down. So that's when exactly. I would say but they I would reassess who you're it. hanging out with. Yeah. yeah. But it, you know what? You know what? And yeah. I told her like, you know, keep going. You're fucking awesome. Fuck them. Keep going because keeping like going, moving forward, keeping it up, that's what's going to make you successful. And once you are, let me tell you, they will come to you with praise. They will switch sides, but not yeah. until you make it. <laughs> so exactly it's like that pretty woman episode you know where or in the in the movie where like you know she went shopping and they turned her down just because you know it's kind of like that everybody has a moment like that where you can always go back and be like big mistake (laughs) but um but yeah it's terrible and I've had it happen to me I mean in the beginning I was so scared and terrified to get on live video I mean, I even created a private Facebook group and that's when I would do the lives by myself just to even practice because I was shaking with, like, I was terrified to actually do this. And now I'm here interviewing people. But in the beginning, I am telling you, I was so scared. I couldn't do it. And every time I would like get on these live videos, my, I would get like hives, like red, like blotches on my chest and (laughs) I mean, I was so, so in my head that like I was going to say something wrong. Who wants to hear me? Maybe people still don't want to hear me. I don't, I don't know. But I was so afraid to actually yeah. show up. And it was a really big mindset thing that I had to work through. And so I think that if anybody is listening and is so fearful of actually putting yourself out there, just do it. I mean, I've had a, I even remember I created like a, a a Facebook ad to like promote my freebie or something like that. And the picture, I never even saw this. I, you know, as a, as a photographer, a graphic designer, I've done so much work. Sometimes you stare at something for so long that you actually stop seeing things. It's like blindness. And there was a photo that I had and I laugh about it now, but when this girl called me out on, on one of the Instagram ads and was laughing, I was so ashamed and I was like, oh my God, she's so right. How did I miss this? And it was a picture of me. (laughs) I laugh about this. That was actually really funny. It was a picture of me with my computer and I had removed the cord. So on an apple, like there's like this circle on the back. I could have Photoshopped that out. And I totally just like didn't even think twice about it. And she was like calling me out. And she was saying this in Spanish, by the way. So it's like some girl in Spain, I think, and like totally calling me stupid and ignorant. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to take this ad down like ASAP. <laughs> I was so embarrassed, (laughs) but you know, it was one, I I totally felt that shame that comes with being on social media when somebody like bullies you, but it didn't stop me. I just, you know, was like, Jess, you got to pay more attention (laughs) to like, you know, I, sometimes I make spelling mistakes. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. It happens. I even use Grammarly. And I don't even know how it happens. Sometimes I miss it. So I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. And if somebody's going to be an asshole and like call you out, 
for something really like basic. I mean, <laughs> who wants them around anyways? But yeah, fuck them. Yeah. There are other people that will support yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, what advice would you give someone who's starting to grow their social media? Like, you know, just in general, like what if they're a new like if they're starting a new business and they actually just started an Instagram account or a Facebook account, how would you tell somebody just to even like start getting their presence going for brand building and marketing purposes? Well, I would say two things. Stop being a pussy. Take up your phone. Record yourself. Introduce yourself and tell people. I started a new business. This is what I'm doing. This is my passion. I love it. If you know anybody that might need my help or wants to connect or wants to know more, uh, could you do me a huge favor and, and give them my name? It's, it takes literally 10 seconds. And that's the first step to show up and put yourself out there. And that's what most people are afraid. But, you know, you're, you're never going to grow as a person or as a business owner unless you actually do the scary shit. Because mm. there's going to be a lot of them. And, and, you know, like all entrepreneurs tell you, you're going to fail a hundred times. You know, you, you got to start failing so that you can reach success. It's, it's not a failure when, you, when something goes wrong. It's actually a huge learning lesson. And yeah, exactly. It's a, it's and a learning. It's a part more. of the process. <laughs> it's a part of the process. But people seem to like separate failings from success. And like, but what is like, if you really define it, it's not like single moments. It's, it's one big process. And you start somewhere. And the goal is to get somewhere, right? But you, you, you never get where you're going anyways. It always like the process always takes you on a new path, a better path, right? But the, the, the key to it is to start. And that's where most people, they're at the starting line, right? And the gun goes off and they freeze. Would you suggest that somebody outsources their content? Or do you feel like this is something that should be, that they should just at least start with in the beginning and then eventually outsource? Or what are your thoughts on that? Oh, wow. This is so, it so depends on what kind of business they have, uh, wh where they are, what their purpose with social media is. It's like, yeah. are, are you using social media to build your personal brand to get more clients like I did? Or do you have a business, you're selling products and services and you, you want to use, you want to, you want that part of your business to grow, then you need to sit down and make some, set up some, some primary goals, uh, write down your vision of what you're hoping social media would give your business or take your business and uh, start putting down content ideas, start posting, seeing what works, what doesn't, try new things. This is the hard part. Like it's, it's a lot. It's, I, I totally understand why people get so overwhelmed with social media when they start their own business. 
and turn to their network and mostly like family and friends, which is also one way to go. Like you don't just pick one path, you know, social media, you, you, you pull every, every string you got, right. As a self-employed, um, but social media is scary because you might, you might, somebody might see you that you've never met in person and what will they think? And, judgment again hmm. but yeah. um yeah i mean i i i agree with gary v with uh you know if you're afraid of getting judged then look to yourself stop judging other people you're you're only afraid of something that you can you're only afraid of of something happened to you that you're um that you're most likely to do yourself so start working on yourself yeah. I mean, I enjoy like having my own, creating my own content. I'm starting to enjoy putting myself out there. <laughs> In the beginning, I felt so awkward. It felt like I was talking to myself. Like, you know, you're holding the phone up and there's nobody there, but you're like talking to somebody, hoping somebody's yeah. listening. And it does feel a little bit strange, but the people that I follow they do this and it feels like they are talking to me, you know, they are, and they probably are talking to nobody when they're recording it. Like let's say as a video, but they are speaking to me and whoever else is listening. And that's the most important part to keep in mind is that like, if you can at least impact one person, then you are, yeah, you're definitely going to see a result even just from one person. That's a win, right? It's not a fail. And I mean, people feel like they have to have this huge following to have a lot of people booking them or hiring them. And it's, I don't think that's the case. So it's not even a numbers game anymore. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's something I see in my line of work as well, talking to self-employed people that they are so focused on getting more followers they first of all forget the ones they already have. It's I don't yeah. care if you have five thousand followers or fifty. I'd rather have fifty who are actually interested in working with me than having five thousand followers or twenty thousand followers who stay silent and don't want to yeah. build a relationship with you and don't are not interested in in uh, becoming a client of yours. Yeah, building that relationship, I think, is the most important. And it's not about the quantity, it's the quality. And, you know, understanding the people who are following you and, and trying to create content for them that can benefit them, which will in turn you know, build that trust and Mm -hmm. relationship that eventually they will maybe buy something from you or pass your name along to somebody else. And that's just building that relationship. So yeah, I think that was a very important piece that you mentioned now. So I'm curious, what is the hardest part about um, running your business in Costa Rica? Have you encountered like any difficulties, things that... (laughs) I mean, I see you're living in this tropical paradise in the background. Um, But what's it really like 
to have you know your business there and and like what have you experienced that maybe you didn't think that you would uh, run up against or yeah because I see that sometimes the power is out and <laughs> yeah well that's what that's one one part right I I I'm pretty far off. Uh, we don't have, like, you have to go very far to get cash or gas. or I don't have any cellular service here. So I'm running on Wi-Fi 100%. And, yeah, I mean, it's the jungle, right? So although great fiber optics, amazing Wi-Fi, better than Sweden, it's still Costa Rica, and they take care of their nature and um, so the, 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 the phone lines and everything is kind of integrated neatly into the jungle. And once in a while, a tree falls <laughs> or an animal, a monkey jumps on it, right? And cuts the cord and we'll be out of, out of electricity for sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes 24 hours. And that's just, you know, that's something you have to deal with. But it's frustrating when it happens, especially if you're into a meeting or something. But, you know, nothing really bad is going to happen. Like, you always pick up when you get the electricity back. And whenever it hasn't happened, like, a lot, I've had to reschedule one or two meetings because we, I, we lost power here and so I couldn't uh, call. Um, but, yeah, no biggie. Reschedule, had the meeting another day or another time. It went well. So yeah, that's that's one part. <laughs> the second part is of course being back alone. Uh, I don't like working alone. That's the down part about being self-employed. Uh, but you know, it's a it's a necessary um, mean to justify my end. And I'm hoping one day that I will meet a like-minded cool woman or man that is as passionate uh, as I and maybe build something together and build it bigger and you know I just keep going and maybe one day that will happen yeah cool and so I see that you are spending your days at the beach how often are you able to do that like do you um plan on going to the beach on a daily basis? Because I know you like to surf. Is that something that you've integrated with your lifestyle? I have these two hours before work to uh, to do uh, stuff that makes me happy. And so if there are waves, if, if there's something, I, I go surfing. Yeah, so I try to jump in the water at least once a day. And, uh, or I read a book or I take a beach walk. I uh, I hit the beach every day. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's, I'm so it's jealous. part of <laughs> I wish I could. It's part of my mental health, right? Um mm. it makes me happy. It makes me focus, it makes me wind down, it calms me, and it kind of sets the mood for the rest of the day. Sure, we're we we're just uh coming out of the rainy season here and if it's pouring for 24 hours, which it can here during the rainy season, I'm not going to go to the beach. But I hear the waves here. I'm right next to them. And uh, that helps. But other than that, yeah, I try to go to the beach every day. I see in your stories on Instagram that you've met people. How How is that me, like making friends in another country? I know that you said that they have a huge 
expat community in Costa Rica. I didn't know that. So how was it making new friends? Like, how did you meet people? Did you go out of your way to meet people or was it like people are just friendly and they're like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) Well, first (laughs) of all, when I go to a new place, I don't necessarily go there to meet expats. I want to befriend the whole community, locals as well. And when I got to Pavonas, at first you're thinking like, where the fuck am I? What the fuck? It's just jungle. Is there anybody here? And you see a few farmers and and then eventually as you just like, I stayed patient and like, okay, I'm going to stay stay put here i'm gonna be with myself uh keep working on loving being by myself which i was still in the process of doing when i got here obviously after the um the breakup and um all of a sudden like i started meeting these cool people at the beach with their surfboards and we started talking and uh I realized there's so many houses hidden in the jungle and I started meeting more people and they had friends coming and and I befriended the locals, of course, and they're just like so amazing here and what they do with uh, nature, which I'm passionate about too, you know, that's like one of my my biggest uh, passions is... uh, ocean life and I like supporting organizations working to sustain that and they do that here and yeah I mean so you know one day at a time I started meeting these people and they started inviting me over to their homes and they were so kind and uh, then I started seeing more tourists coming in you know I was here during the pandemic there wasn't a single soul here but Costa Rica was open however most other countries were closed Sweden wasn't and so I was able to come here and a few other people were able to come here claiming they had work-related related stuff or any other and so yeah here I am with a, a group of friends who all live here some of them are local some of them have moved here from other countries mostly America Canada United States, sorry, Canada, um, Germany, uh, Switzerland. There are just so many. It's such a a wide uh, range of uh, people with different nationalities. So it's just really great. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine. So what's your favorite part of being in Costa Rica? Definitely the environment. It looks so beautiful. I would love to visit one day. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know when that will do. be, but it's... it just looks it looks so beautiful. And I see the, like the monkeys and you surfing, yeah. and I see that you do some work with the conservation, with turtles and yeah, yeah. How much work are you doing with that? Are you is that just purely voluntarily doing it or like? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Wilbert, who runs the turtle conservation down here, who's, you know, he's doing it free. He inherited it. And he's passionate about sustaining the turtle population. And it's just so noble. And I really admire that. And whenever I have the time to, I help out. He actually called me this morning and asked if I could come over because we finally had some turtles. Uh, during the rainy season, unfortunately, it rains so much that the sand gets so packed mm. that the turtles, when they hatch, they can't crawl out and they unfortunately die. And oh, so, really? yeah. So we haven't had 
uh, a lot of turtles lately. But he called me like right before our recording and I told him I can't come. Unfortunately, I'll come tomorrow. So it seems that now that the dry season is coming and the weather is clearing up and uh, there isn't as much rain, the turtles actually can hatch and crawl up to the surface and that's when we need to collect them and put them into the ocean. Wow. This sounds like a a beautiful lifestyle that you've made for yourself, Gabby. I think this is something that sounds very inviting. Do you have any last words that you would like to tell anybody if, you know, they're making uh, decisions to change where they're living or a life change? Yeah, I think... I just think that whoever's listening, sometimes you need a reminder to be more kind to yourself and really ask yourself, am I jumping out of bed and excited for every day that comes? Because that's what you deserve to be. And if you're not, ask yourself, what do I need to do to make that happen? What gets me excited? And do more of that. It might be hard, you know, all change is hard, right? But it's pretty fucking beautiful at the end. Thanks for sharing that. I would imagine, I guess, that this, because I was going to ask you, what do you think elevating your life looks like? But that's exactly it. Yeah. Elevating your life means elevating yourself, first of all. It's in the mind. In the mind, yeah. yeah, And once once you do the work on yourself, you're going to just see amazing things happening around you. It's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, trust me, like, I'm a pure scientific data girl. You know, I sure I'm I'm creative. I work with creative stuff, but I I'm a math person in the base. Like data analytics is is how my brain works. So I've I've had to work a lot to start believing magic of you know the mindset and it's it's fucking true what all these coaches say there's just like once you once you just do the work with your mind and start believing in yourself and start thinking positively that's and i read up more on that and apparently it's it is very scientific so um you know releases the i don't know exactly the type of hormones in your brain that uh control your actions you know how you see on things and and steer your actions on a daily basis and which eventually you know turns into something beautiful and inspires other people and and makes you more happy and and then more magic Thing. Uh, it's not magic it's actually I'm not going to call it magic it's it's just um, energies you know that the energy you put out is what you're going to get back so true I totally believe in that and it's hard to always stay like in a high vibration and be oh like, yeah totally positive. you should never yeah but... it's that's also something like a lot of people are like but um I met uh, I met another um, uh, female uh, like passionate power woman that I'm fortunate to have as a friend when I went back to Stockholm and we had coffee and she sat down she's like Gabby I'm tired can I say that can I be that can I say it I'm fucking tired and I'm like girl we all are it's okay of course you can fucking say it. you're not gonna be on your highest energy and being super positive and super happy and jumping around you're gonna have your down days too but that doesn't mean like it's also part of it that doesn't mean that you're not building your best life you know 
it's that's just that's just like part of it yeah. you, you don't always have to be on top because that also requires a lot of energy to always feel like oh, you have to yeah. be like on point oh fuck no yeah like some days i work with social media i i I have to be on social media. You think I don't get tired of social media? I, there have been so many times I'm like, I'm closing this shit down. But I can't because my <laughs> clients, like, I need to do the work, right? And, and that's when I'm like, okay, I need to rearrange my schedule. And I need to have four days off of social media. And I schedule my content ahead of time. And then I, I just don't get on it. I have a, I have a break. I need them too. Everyone does. And just remember, people are still going to be there when oh, you're yeah. back. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Take all the breaks you need from whatever you're doing that makes you feel tired. It's okay. Yeah. If you're tired, that's your body and your mind telling you to take a break. So do it. Nothing is going to happen. Trust me. I've been out of power for 48 hours and I was freaking out at first. I'm like, holy shit, what are my clients going to say? This is it. They're going to ask me to come back home to Sweden. I'm going to have to give up this lifestyle. Uh, I'm going to lose my client. You know, I made up all these kind of like horrible scenarios, worst case scenarios. And then I got the power back 48 hours later and I log in and I'm like, you know, I call my client immediately. I'm like, hey, um, and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't get back on your email. It's like, that's fine. I'm like, I've been out of power. And they're like, really? We didn't even know. We haven't tried to contact you or anything. So I'm like, okay, so we're all good. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> holy shit, nothing happened. In a way, I guess you had to learn how to just like go with the flow and live life a little bit more slowly. Yeah. And that's definitely what I've been doing here. <laughs> yeah. Which is really and great. I think that you should be really proud of yourself that you have oh, thank you. created this life for yourself and that you also have this really cute dog in your life, Pablo. Oh my I gosh. Know. He is adorable. I, I just I saw him walk by earlier <laughs> in the video now and he's just like chill. <laughs> I know. Who could have like if you would have asked me 2 years ago, exactly 2 years ago. This was November 2021. I was in a happy long-term relationship right very committed and what i thought i was i was happy in that relationship anyways and and then you would say like huh what if can you ever imagining moving to costa rica and, and building your life there and buying a dog and i've been like girl why'd you smoke today <laughs> <laughs> and here i am anything is possible right like you never know how life can change i mean the same thing happened to me uh, when I met my husband, you know, I was living in the in America, uh, and then I came to Sweden. I met a guy, and literally, in under a year, we were married. My life got flipped. I ended up living in Europe. Like it was crazy. So life can happen really fast, and um, I mean, I'm so. Oh my God, you have a cat showing up in the video. It's so yeah. cute. <laughs> Um, I would give anything for a cat right now. We've, yeah, but no, oh, but it's just, fuck. Sorry, just having, you know, 
yeah. just having um, the the world change on you, it can be challenging, but also exciting. And that's this is partly why I wanted to make this podcast was for people who are like us, who have gone on a journey, a new change. And it's like so many amazing adventures can happen when you're open and you make the choice to pave your own path, to make what you want come true. And it doesn't just happen overnight, but it comes with actionable steps by just, you know, getting started and doing something just like when you bought your ticket and you moved to Costa Rica. And um, that's really ultimately is why I want to share everybody's story is to inspire others that, you know, anything is possible. And you are an example of that. I'm an example of that. There are other guests on the show as well who have done something similar, but all our stories are different, but it's possible. And so it's a great way to give other people hope when they feel like nothing is really working out their way. So thank you so much for being on the show today. And everyone, you need to go find Gabby on Instagram. So tell everyone how they can find you and maybe work with you or just, you know, follow your stories on Instagram and yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I love connecting with, uh, with uh, new people. And so if, please connect with me on Instagram. Uh, my name is Gabby Kipinski. Yeah. So feel free to connect with me there. I'm on LinkedIn under the same name, Gabriella Kipinski. If you are self-employed and, you know, you're struggling, check out socialsam.io. If it can help you, great. Uh, If not, connect with me and uh, maybe I can give you some guidance to what you need to do or how to start. Uh, Maybe connect with somebody else that can help you with whatever you're struggling with right now um you know that's what networking is for right maybe i know somebody that 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 can be of help and so that's why i love connecting with people too because i'm always in need of of something and when i throw the question out there there's you know my community on social media is just so amazing so helpful i always get my questions answered which you know, I just want to give back, you know. Well, I'll put everything in the show notes so you can click on that and find all the info on how to find Gabby. So thank you so much for being here today. And thank we definitely you. need to see each other when you're back in Stockholm. Yes, thank you. we will. Thank you so much, Jess. You're awesome. You know that, right? <laughs> Thanks. You keep inspiring every day. I don't tell you every day, but... You show up in my feed every day and that's so inspiring. Yeah, you too. Thank you.